Eat Therapeutics thanks you for taking the time to listen to our content. We are the gold standard in teaching professionals and families about geek therapy and are accredited by APA, ACE, and NBCC for continuing educational content. We have over a decade of experience training individuals in all matters of geek cultural artifacts. Whether your love is video games, Dungeons and Dragons, anime, or comics, you likely identify as a geek. We bridge the gap between geeks and therapists to create practical and innovative therapy sessions curated for you. We teach clinicians, social workers, professionals, parents, teachers, students, geek culture fans, and pro gamers on how to use geek therapy to unlock the best version of themselves and others. Follow us on all social media platforms by searching for at Geek Therapeutics. That is G-E-E-K-T-H-E-R-A-P-E-U-T-I-C-S. I guess I'm going to be uh, uh, the guest DM for this uh, the, the evening. Uh, my name is Simon, and uh, I'm going to be running Things from the Flood, which is actually a, a, a sequel book. Um, the first book in this series is called Tales from the Loop, and that's a, a fantastic RPG about um, like playing kids in the 80s. You know, it's basically Stranger Things, the, the RPG, but better. <laughs> uh, 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 it's fantastic. Um, but then uh, uh, the sequel, Things from the Flood, is takes uh, uh, is what we'll be playing tonight. It takes place in the '90s, and it, it's the '90s set in an alternate history. Basically, uh, uh, at the end of World War II, uh, there was a huge scientific breakthrough, and and Russia uh, was able to build and and operate a Large Hadron Collider. Um, so so massive scientific breakthrough and this this basically jump-started massive technological innovations in in the world that this game takes place in um that uh, uh, uh that then leads to to the development of ai it leads to the development of of robots and cybernetics but with all things eventually stuff starts to go bad and and, and terrible things in the world start to happen um and a lot of that kind of sets the stage for the world that this game takes place in. Uh, it, it's one where now in the 90s, the setting that we're playing in, uh, it, 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 it's one of those worlds where people are very, very jaded. Thing, the, uh, uh, the, the, the boom of the 90s happened so much earlier and so so now uh, as we exist in the 90s going into the 2000s everything's getting a little bit more dark a little bit more grim the 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 the, the kind of shine and and coolness of of new technology is kind of worn off at this point a lot of people are actually very anti-technology even mm-hmm. um so, so you all play teenagers during this time period, um, and and in this system. So, so it's my understanding that that y'all are a little bit more familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. I love D and I'm getting like <laughs> there's a whole tattoo there that's just D and D stuff. I'm um, getting the rest of it covered one of these days too. Love D&D. It's one of my favorite games of all time. 
Um, but it, it, it's definitely a, a combat system. D&D is a combat system. That, that's mainly what its rules are focused on. That's mainly what it, it's kind of, you know, focused on solving uh, 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 the problems, you know. It, it, it always devolves into combat and you fight a dragon, which is wonderful. I love it. It's a great time. Um, but if you're looking for something that's way more social, something that is is way more uh, uh, about people just in normal situations, everyday life situations and dealing with the outcomes and the fallout of those situations, but also there are robots and hover technology and like jet bikes swooping through the air. And occasionally like you might get like some crazy cyborg disease. Who knows? I can't answer these questions. <laughs> um, but it, it's one of those things that uh, uh, I, I love so much. The, the stories that you're able to tell are, are just fantastic. And you're able to kind of look at, you know, you're able to explore those ideas of like Asimov and, and, and the great sci-fi writers. And you're able to sit and kind of think about like, wow. Would I, how would I treat someone who's mostly cybernetic, you know, like, would I think of them as something otherworldly? Would I still consider them to be a person? Because they are a person, but, you know, would that kind of like anti-technology, anti-progress thing sort of live in my brain, even though I don't want it to, that type of thing. Uh, um, or even, you know, uh, uh, the idea of AI and, and artificial intelligence and robots as, as living creatures um a lot of cool stuff but to get the game started i just need to know which character you all want to play michael you said you want to play the seeker so mm -hmm. i got you down as a seeker awesome uh joe uh, haley how are we feeling raver speaks to me uh, joe oh oh hell yeah joe all right <laughs> okay, Haley. Um, so Joe, uh, go ahead and and uh, uh, all. So that what that means is, let's see. And oh, it's gonna be a raver. Okay, perfect. All right, so. Uh, uh, what that means is, Michael, I only want you looking at the two sheets for Seeker, right? Mm -hmm. That's your entire world now. Joe, same for the Motorhead. Only look at the Motorhead pages. Haley, only look at the Raver pages. Those are, yes, those are 100%. That's your world now. That's the entirety of you, uh, uh, you as a person in this game. So everything else might be cool take a look at it after you know you can check it out after the stream uh, uh, and i highly encourage that but for now this is where you're gonna live so so the first thing we uh uh as so as a group this game um because the social aspect is so large um character creation has to happen together it's not like a traditional rpg where you can make a character ahead of time and then show up at the table the table has to be assembled and then we all get together, we sit down, we talk this out, and then we uh, 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 we go on the adventure from there. But character creation is, is, is pivotal to this game because uh, uh, if you all notice on your character sheets, the first uh, uh, big red word on the sheet is problem. Mm -hmm. So a big part of this game is everyone is going to have a problem. These problems can range in severity from 
uh, maybe you lost somebody close in your life and, and you're just dealing with the emotions of that versus you were inadvertently responsible for the loss of a life, which dealing with those emotions would be a, a much, much uh, a more severe, you know, feeling there. Um, it, it also, you know, it could just be something, uh, it could also be something as normal as your parents are getting a divorce. Um, and, and it could also be very extreme. The system, so long as everyone at the table is okay with it, the system is very okay with, with kind of like, you know, dealing with, with, uh, uh, much more serious issues and serious topics. Um, which, you know, again, at your, you know, uh, uh, I highly encourage you if you can, because I think RPGs are great for that. Um, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but okay, so uh, uh, does anyone have an idea for their problem? <clears throat> okay, Joe, Joe, hit us. What do you think your character's problem is going to be? Okay, that sounds like a very serious prop. Joe, why did you do that, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, like, yeah, explain why your character would do that. Yes. Oh, absolutely, 100%. It is encouraged. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay, yeah, no, that is fantastic. Okay, so Joe, you have your problem. Um, uh, 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 Michael, you got yours? Um, yeah, so as um, the, the seeker, um, I, was, I was really thinking that uh, the person, uh, Lee was the name I decided on, uh, was really like, uh obsessed with learning and seeking knowledge and wanting to know the truth um no matter the consequences basically sure. but the problem is um he is secretly um He's the person that his best friend's significant other is cheating on them with. Ah. Uh, yeah. Mm. So 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 now you're having okay, yeah, no, that's fantastic. So yeah, now you're having to to be the, the truth seeker who's covering up a lie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that's fantastic. All right, good deal, good deal. And I love I love that you already have a name for your character. That's fantastic. Um <laughs> All right, uh, Haley, um, what what do you think your character's problem is going to be? Um, well, she started 
raving because she liked the parties, friends, uh, the music, uh, but fell into drugs and can't get away from it now. Gotcha. All too common. All too common to start d- curse these rave subcultures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking the youths. Um, all right, great, fantastic. So you all are those uh, digital are, uh, drugs. The, yeah. All right. So so uh, uh, fantastic. So now you all have a problem. Um, Joe, do you have a name for your character? Cody. And Haley, do you have a name for your character? I'll go with Ashley. How do you want to spell that? Um, A-S-H-L-E-Y. Okay. Um, so Lee, Cody, and Ashley, uh, uh, you all have your problems in the world, and those are big, you know? Uh, uh, everyone kind of dismisses the issues of teenagers, but they're no less the issues uh, 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 that they are dealing with and that they have to contend with. So, but it's not all bad. It's not all, you know, sad. Uh, uh, the next word down you see is drive. So this is what drives you. This is why your character wakes up in the morning. Uh, 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 this is why when your eyes open, this is one of the first things you think about. And this is one of the last things you think about before you pass out. Um, does anyone have a good idea for a drive? Um, I kind of think I might've already covered mine. Um, but being, um, just obsessed with the pursuit of learning more and being um, just painfully honest gotcha. for the most okay. part. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So yeah. So your drive is is truth, basically. Like you you yeah. seek the truth, and and you want to espouse the truth. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. That's a fantastic one. Uh. Uh. uh Haley, think you got a drive? Yeah. Um. Freedom. Freedom. Wanting a sense of freedom. Yep. Beautiful, wonderful, love it. Okay, and Joe? Oh boy, Joe, you're dangerous. <laughs> all right, so, all right, fantastic. So, uh, uh, you all have a drive now. So, so we're gonna move over. And, and now we're going to talk about a part of this game that is, is very, very important. So uh, in the middle of your character sheet, you should see two things. One uh, in red says anchor, and the other one says uh, uh, conditions, right? So uh, uh, anchor is, in this game, your conditions, that list of conditions, that's your health bar, right? That's your HP. Each one of you can basically be traumatized <laughs> that many number of times in this system. And, and depending on how that plays out, um, you can become that last one at the very bottom, broken. If you become broken, there's a chance your character will permanently die. And if they don't die, they will have what is called a scar, something that they were going to carry with them for the rest of their life. Um, it, it can be as serious as 
you uh, you don't have any conditions left and you try and jump from a train car and you fail that roll, you just fall under the train and are gone. They're, your character's uh, uh, lost to, to the, the, the sad reality we live in. Uh, other times it could be your character's shot, but you roll well on the broken test and, and you live somehow. Uh, you, but, you know, forevermore, you have the, 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 the trauma of having been shot. Um, now, that's terrifying. Fortunately, the game does not send you into this darkness unarmed. You have an anchor. An anchor is a place or a person that I, as a DM, cannot mess with in any way, shape, or form. They are your safe haven. They are home base. They are your anchor. This figure or this place is a place where you, as a character, you, know, you look at your character sheet and you go, you know what? I have three conditions. Before we go do this thing, I need to go see my anchor. So you go and there's a scene where you talk to your anchor and just kind of get everything off your chest or deal with what you have to deal with. And then you walk away better, healed, uh, uh, free of any conditions. So your anchor is, uh, uh, but there are stipulations. Your anchor is not something you can carry with you ever. It's not also cannot be somebody who can be with you at all times ever. It has to be a location you have to travel to or a person you have to travel to. Um, you will always have access to these things though. So if you make it a place, make certain it's a place you always have access to. If it's a person, make certain it's a person you always have access to. Um, so Lee. Uh, uh, who do you think your anchor is going to be? Um, so I was, um, just gonna follow along with what you have on the character sheet here. Yeah, um, absolutely. Please, um, please feel, feel 100% free to, to use the pre-gen things. That's what they're there for, bud. Yeah. Um, his mother, um, Okay. closest relationship. Yes. Okay. okay, good deal. All right, so Lee, your mother is going to be your anchor. Uh, your mother is a woman by the name of Natasha. Uh, she, um, so, uh, a very kind woman, very understanding woman. So, you're in good hands, Lee. Uh, <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Uh, do you think you have a, a an anchor in mind? Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. All right. Uh, this man, uh, 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 man or woman? Okay. Do you have a name? Fantastic. Okay. And Ashley, who's your anchor? Um, my best friend, Jess. Jess, and who are they? Um, one of my good friends from middle school who goes to raise with me. Okay, perfect. All right, so, and, okay, perfect. I can work with that. That's actually fantastic, wonderful, amazing. All right, so you all have your anchors. Uh, 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 now, uh, unfortunately, we have to get kind of bad again, right? This is kind of a downside. So 
this is something you aren't going to tell me, right? But this next thing is called the shame. Uh, a shame is a secret your character gets to keep. Now, the reason a shame is important is it also is your one automatic success in this game. During gameplay, a moment might come up where something terrible is about to happen and you don't want it to happen or you need something to succeed. Uh, you can, in that moment, if it is relevant, expose your shame and say, this is the terrible thing. Uh, for example, a character might have been told their entire life that they weren't going to ever do anything good, right? They might have just been talked down to their entire life. And, and so now in their high school character, they play as a very confident person. But their great shame is that, that you know, they're actually very vulnerable. They're very sad. They're very, very uh, uh, traumatized by that. So uh, uh, you're playing in that, that character is in an adventure and, and uh, a figure that they really admire and look up to is, is going to throw themselves off of a building and they have the opportunity to stop them, they can say, I will reveal my shame. And, and when you ask, how does it tie in? You, they just say, uh, uh, everyone has told me my entire life that if I, 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 I'm gonna mess everything up, if I can save this person though, I can prove all those people wrong. And then great, yeah, that's absolutely justified. You rally, you do the thing, and without a role, without anything, you succeed. You stop that person, you save that person. So, Go and think of a shame, write it down, put it down on the character sheet. And, and again, don't tell me until it comes up in game. If it comes up in game, it might not. Um, but if it does, it's always great to just, you know, wait, I need to succeed at this, but at great cost. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, the two columns on the bottom, uh, NPC relationships and, and relationships with other PCs. So, for this game, go ahead and ignore NPC relationships and as for relationships with other PCs in Things from the Flood, I find it easiest to simply say from the start, everyone is friends with everybody else. You all have known each other. You all have grown up with each other. Uh, you've all basically been in the same small town you've all grown up in your entire lives. Uh, and there's even a... a, a What's it? You you can even um, make it so that you you're related, cousins, siblings, what have you. Uh, uh, that's also so. If you all want to decide that now, I personally, uh, uh, you know, it, it's completely up to the group. But at the very minimum, friends. Um, but if that's the case, going yeah. So <clears throat> unless there's a, a desire to be, you know, related in any way, then yeah, we're just going homies deal homies fantastic okay uh and now last but not least um your character's age so when i run things from the flood everyone is the same age <laughs> just to make everyone's life simpler everyone is six if someone wants to be 16 years old great everyone in the party is 16 uh, uh or standard everyone is 17 just 17 and for sake of ease the other teenagers you know are 17 as well. And anybody else, I will tell you how old they are generally just as a point of giving information. 
I listen. You know what? It's weird. 17 for me was fantastic. I was a nightmare in high school, so it was a good time. <laughs> um, but okay, so with that, all, uh, 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 all we have left to do very, very quickly is uh, it, uh, on the top right corner of your character sheet, you're going to see uh, four stats with boxes next to them. That's body, heart, mind, and tech. Um, you are going to have, uh, uh, it, it should have like little instructions above it telling you how to fill that out, but it, it's very, very simple. You have 14 points basically. And those 14 points are going to be distributed in those four columns. Now you have to have at least one point in every column and you cannot have more than five points in each uh, uh, box. So, so body, heart, mind, and tech. You have 14 points to spread across those four. Um, just as a general oversight, body is generally body stuff. How fast you move, how well you move, if you're quick, if you're slow, if, uh, if you can take a hit, if you can't. Um, heart is, is how well you relate to other people and, and your relationships with other people. Mind is, is your, your understanding of information and, and the comprehension of information. And tech, tech is uh, kind of one of the weird ones. Tech is your ability to interface with the world, with the digital world, understanding of robotics, animatronics, cyborgs, things of that nature. Um, and then, yeah, uh, 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 once you all have the, the, the four boxes, again, you have to put at least one point in each and no more than five in uh, one box. Um, Yes. So underneath, yep, uh, uh, underneath those four large boxes, you'll see there's columns of little boxes. Next to those little boxes, three underneath each one. Next to those boxes are uh, uh, words, uh, uh, force, move, sneak. These are your skills. Um, on your character sheet, you will notice some are in bold. The ones that are bolded are your uh, uh, class skills. Um, so class skills, you can put up to three points in all other skills. You can only put one point in. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all it takes to, 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 to make a character in things from the flood. So um, with the assumption that you all kind of uh, uh, figured out that higher numbers are better, you, you kind of know that more numbers in these spots is better. The reason for that is because this is going to determine what your dice pool is. <laughs> uh, so for example, say you want to, uh, uh, you all get stuck behind a gate and some figure is chasing you and you want to get through this gate. I play a jock character. So I say, I want to force this gate open. Oh, great. I, uh, uh, as the DM, I would say, excellent. Give me a force, uh, a body force check. What that means is you're going to take what your body is. So if I'm playing the jock character, I'm going to put at least three in my body. And then force is one of my class skills. So I'm definitely going to put at least two. So that's five. 
So now 5d6 is how many d6 I'm going to roll to see if I succeed. Only sixes count as successes. So obviously higher numbers are better. Um, there, there's uh, some other extra rules about rolling dice in this system and kind of how that's handled that I won't get into this evening just because it's usually more prevalent in the wider campaign. But uh, just for tonight, I figured we'd keep it simple and, and not worry too much. Just know only sixes count as successes. Uh, feel free to roll these sixes or if you have a dice rolling app or whatever you're comfortable with, go nuts, live your life. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to stop you or slow you down. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I trust you all to just, you know, if you roll, you know, if you do, I will say if you roll, if you have like an eight D six pot and you're like, I rolled nothing but sixes that I will want to see, but not because I think you're cheating. I'm just, super, that's just amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a, as a dice goblin, it would be just real neato burrito to, you know, get that one. Um, so, uh, uh, but okay. I think everyone, does everyone have their skills and body and everything else mapped out? Fantastic. Okay. so. Lee, your mother is Natasha. She's a single mm -hmm. parent, and, and she's been kind of raising you on her own for, for as long as you can remember. Uh, you and her have always been a team. You've always been connected and had that bond. Um, just because for a very long time, she relied on you and you relied on her. In a way, you didn't really understand as a child, but now you, you've come to grow into and sort of appreciate that you have that connection with your mother. Um, you live, uh, all of you live in Artesia, California. A sort of beach town, very, very nice, beautiful, uh, uh, built on, on essentially the side of a mountain. Um, most of the road, uh, uh, the saying around the town is getting to the beach is a great time, but going up that hill, who, because <laughs> uh, everyone lives uphill. So, so, you know, um, it, uh, but wonderful city and, and you all go to Artesia high school. Um, Cody, uh, you have just your father in your life, a man by the name of um, Rustin. Uh, Rustin has always been sort of a gearhead himself, but this whole like green energy thing you're doing, he doesn't like it. He doesn't understand it. He thinks it's a waste of time. He thinks it's a fad. And like most important, he's never said it, but you know that like he thinks you're stupid. Like he he genuinely thinks that you're just you know a delinquent. You're you're you. Uh, uh, he almost takes it as a personal attack. Like like it was a thing that you both shared, and now you're doing this weird new thing that's dumb and doesn't make any sense. And again, it's a fad. Like you're 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 wasting time when there's all these other things. There's all these derbies you could be running. There's all these things you could be. And it's a waste of time. You're wasting your time. You're, you're being a child and you're wasting your time. Um, but that doesn't matter because then you leave and you go to a racetrack and, and Denise is there. And Denise 
understands what you're trying to do, what you are trying to do. Denise is full on board with this idea of going green. And, and, you know, she, she kind of reminds you often that, yeah, this is the only world we have. Why aren't we taking care of it? Um, and <laughs> exactly. And Haley, uh, uh, Ashley, Ashley, last, certainly not least, your parents, uh, are still together and, and just, just sickeningly in love with each other still. Like it's kind of like it, they're just, they're like those like picture perfect parents in all the photos, but like they, like they treat each other like Morticia, uh, 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 Morticia and Gomez Adams. Like they're just always, always just like in love with, and it's just, you know, you just, you feel how you feel about it. <laughs> um, but uh, your father's name is Danny. And your mother's name is Anna. Okay. And, and now, um, so your parents, uh, uh, again, you, you've grown up in this very, very loving house. And so it is one of those things that uh, uh, they definitely, you know, uh, try and also be like kind of the cool parents where you are given a lot of free freedom. Uh, 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 you're, you are very, very often allowed to just walk out the front door and, you know, when they see you, they're very happy to see you and very excited and very much pro you. Uh, they want you to live your life and be honest, you're, you know, be honest to your most true self. But it, sometimes it also feels kind of negligent. It's one of those things. All three of you, though, are, are friends, and you've been friends for as long as you can remember. Remember, um, Each one of you has, has been through ups and downs, highs and lows. You, you, you've, you've gotten into fights. You've gotten into to arguments, and, and you've all gotten uh, you know, uh, into some, some fantastic situations together as well. And, and uh, uh, honestly... Knowing Cody is a huge hookup. He's like one of the few kids who gets you guys onto the course, like really easy. And it doesn't matter who you are. Cars going fast is just always a great time. <laughs> and hanging out in, in the garage. You're all given a great deal of freedom in that environment. So you all, all three of you, are standing now in front of school. Um, very quickly, uh, uh, Ashley, what do you look like? Um. Let's see. Uh, I'm wearing like kind of a bright fishnet top um, over top of another t-shirt um, and then just like really baggy pants um, and a bunch of weird colorful beaded jewelry. Nice. All right. All right. Cody, what do you, uh, 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 Cody, what do you look like? Yep. <laughs> nice. Oh. oh, okay. Oh. 
gosh. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Good. To, and, and last but certainly not least, Lee. Lee, what do you look like? Uh, <clears throat> Lee is uh, really uh, like small, scrawny looking, uh, kind of nerdy kid. Um, has, uh, you know, the glasses and uh, coming in facial hair, but only patchy um not quite the not quite there yet beard yeah yeah oh i'm familiar um, with it even I'm though familiar. he's almost you know um almost graduated and stuff yeah. uh, wears a cardigan and khakis all the time doesn't carry a backpack but has a laptop bag that's always way too full nice nice subsequently okay. has back problems but doesn't know why <laughs> it's a mystery who knows honestly right? I carried like 20 pounds of books a day when I was in high school. My back's fine. Just don't ask me to bend over or do anything with it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, you all are standing in front of Artesia High School. And, and it is the last day of school before summer break. You are all about to be let out for the summer. The first big question of the campaign... Uh, do you all go to your last day of school or, or nah? I mean, I won't be sober for it, but I'll go. Lee's trying to push everyone to go. Okay. Valid, valid. Okay, you all decide, you know what, last day, let's do this. Uh, you know, you all walk in, heads held high, and and very quickly, that was a mistake. Stuff gets thrown almost immediately. Um, <laughs> so you remember where you are, and you duck your head back down, put your hands in your pockets, and you get to first period. Um, Haley, you stop in the bathroom for, you know, stuff real quick and then you go to class um all of you have a pretty decent final day most of the teachers at the school have have really just checked out kind of at this point and they 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 love their students and they love this school and they love what they're doing they've been doing it for like a few months at this point and as much as they love you please get out of this building um so very quickly, you are, are pushed through first period into second. And finally, you get to the most important period of school, lunch. You all meet up in the cafeteria. And as you meet up in the cafeteria, you, you are uh, uh, all sitting down at a table when you're approached by a kid that none of you is really a huge fan of. Um, uh, uh, this kid's name is Dennis. And, and Dennis loves, loves gossip, knowing other people's business. Now, it makes him insufferable. Unfortunately, it also makes him kind of the go-to person to, like, kind of get the lay of the land in school, what people are doing. It's the last day of school before summer vacation, and this is, you know, a California town. The fact that there are still kids in this building at this point is kind of a miracle. Um but Dennis approaches you, and as he walks up, he goes, uh, uh, you guys uh, 
You guys hear about this uh, this party going on later? Okay, code easy. Watch the attitude, bud, huh? How about that? How about we're all friends, right? And he kind of looks around at the group like like trying to be like ah, like smiling and be very friendly. Uh, so Dennis will kind of look at you all over and he goes, just thought you'd like to know. There's a, a, a little shindig, a little get together. Uh, uh, some people are having a, a you know, he kind of looks around real quick and he leans in. And he says, uh, Therese, you know, her parents, apparently they're getting split, right? So uh, her parents, they're playing favorites right now. So like, Therese said, like, you know, it, like she wanted to throw a big, huge party, and so her mom is letting her do it. So just letting you know, if you want, I'll be there. So, you know, if I see you, maybe I get you and maybe I don't, but, you know, just letting you know. And then he kind of toddles off. <laughs> uh, if Dennis is there, not really. Yeah. Well, since it's the last day and the weekend's coming up, I don't see any harm in loosening the uh, the tie a little bit. <laughs> That's how every great party has started. You know what? It's not a school night. And those were the greats. Um all right, so you all all kind of sit through lunch, get through uh, uh, the next, you get through fourth period, fifth period, and finally six. Uh, 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 as soon as the you all make it to sixth period, everyone in class is just staring up at the clock, waiting, watching seconds tick by. Even at one point, the teacher slowly but surely reaching over, putting things in a bag, getting ready to put things <laughs> away. <laughs> Very discreetly, but obviously very ready to go. Um, and then the bell rings. Oh, also, uh, uh, if, if uh, uh, again, Haley, Michael, since, since y'all showed up, if you have any questions about DMing, because I know that's technically going to be a part of this course or, or D&D or any of that noise, please yell at me. I, so I will let you know that I'm, I'm going to kind of make a little bit of a point at the end of this when it comes to DMing, but, you know, hopefully to, to be helpful. Uh, uh, and again, questions, just ask away. My, my group has been very, I don't know how John's been running his, his stuff, John Wick, um, yeah, but I know him. He's a, he's a local boy. He's in Arizona and generally a pretty good uh, uh, DM, but um, my group uh, cohort four, I think, is what I'm in charge of. They ask questions all the time. But uh, real cool oh, yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, we um, we do the same a lot. So yeah, re, uh, uh, what's it? Even after this, if you need anything, reach out. Let me know. Awesome. Um, um, I did want to make uh uh kind of a funny comment. Um, when you were explaining um Ashley's parents, I pictured the Birches from Big Mouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess you know what that would be a much more modern and relevant 
uh, uh, reference than than perhaps Morticia and Gomez Adams. <laughs> but I, I I think like the Adams family is well known enough for most people to get it. Valid, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> um. So we're good to go. Fantastic. All right. We're back um, with a vengeance. We're, we're, uh, this is, all right. So now, now that the stream dropped and has come back, now that this is technically like, we got to do this as like the gritty reboot now. So I'm only going to do Batman voice from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so, uh, 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 all right. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Lee, um, Ellie is, is kind of giving you this information, uh, uh, this information and seems very scared. Um, she looks at you and she says, I, I was online last night and, and I didn't think anything, I didn't think anything of it. Uh, uh, we were sharing links like we usually do, you know, kind of uh, passing information back and forth. I thought it was harmless. I thought it was harmless. And, and. And then I get the, and then all of a sudden my, I, like I get this, this video, right? And, and my video, like my computer started, it kind of freaked out. Like I turned it off. I didn't know what to do. I just turned it off. But like before I did, I was able to, you know, get this at least. So people didn't think I was crazy, but I don't know. You, 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 you kind of are always talking about like the truth and like looking, you know, looking in, I can't, I can't, I, I won't look into this. And you see, like, she kind of takes a step back now, like, as if she's very afraid. Uh, uh, um, so, so Lee, you know that, that androids, particularly like AI androids in, in this time are, are very, very feared. Um, they can be incredibly dangerous. Um, and even when they're not dangerous, the type of attention that they attract is usually very dangerous. Um, uh, uh, most AIs are, are refugees from other countries that, that developed AI technology. And then when it span out of control, they, they exiled most of them. Uh, uh, it's very difficult being an AI right now. So, so one just showing up, particularly in your town, kind of a big deal. Um, but with that, Ellie kind of looks at you and just says, ah, I, good luck. And please don't die because I told you about this. Thank you. And then she turns around and just walks away. <laughs> but Ellie, I have so many questions. <laughs> she does not a bother to give. She's through the crowd. Just gone. Yep. <laughs> so I Apparently, Ellie was talking to someone, um, and they sent her this picture, and it doesn't make any sense. Um, so, I, um, are you going to show them the picture? Of course. Sorry. Okay. I, I show them the picture, um, like fill them in and whatever. Okay. Else they so, need. 
so Sorry, you all kind uh, of... uh, uh, no you're good buddy uh, 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 you all are now aware like everyone's aware that the um yeah there's a picture of an android and 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 for, so so uh, uh based on what ellie said you know that this uh, uh this picture she was in a some sort of group they were trading information trading links this came through, she opened it, it played a video on her computer. All of a sudden her computer started freaking out. She took a screen cap, printed it, and then turned her computer off. Um, but as soon as you see it, Ashley, as soon as you're shown this picture, uh, you recognize the barn. You've been to a rave in that barn. Everyone calls it the outhouse. And it, it's an old barn on the edge of town that people have been to for, for going to for years and years. So. Um, so I know exactly where that was taken. Yes. All right. <laughs> I mean, not the most fun reason, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds like uh, a lot more fun than this party. <laughs> Listen, no one wants to think of it. It's a mystery. <laughs> if just, anything, just... I would be Velma. Thank you. <laughs> so I guess that makes me shaggy. Nice. <laughs> oh, Yeah, no, absolutely uh, uh, valid. If something weird is going on, then we should probably go to this barn during daylight. So probably go there first. Sure. I want to figure this out, guys. True. That's true. I read that in a book somewhere. That's got to be true. I mean... If something bad does happen, at least we can see to be able to like get away or something. Yeah. Oh, Guys, you're talking like you're in some sort of game. Come on. <laughs> I can't argue with that logic. Yeah. So with that, uh, uh, it seems like with that, the decision is made. You all uh, uh, say your, you know, your farewells. Uh, 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 everyone's just kind of leaving finally at the end of the day, walking off. Um, Ashley, you're the only one who knows where this um, barn is. So you're going to have to lead the way. How are you all going to get there? Um, um, how far away is it? 
Uh, you know that when you went last time, you needed a ride to get there. It, it like if you walk it, it's like a three hour walk. Versus... Uh, Joe can drive, or not Joe, Cody. Uh, uh, Cody, you're you're outside inside outside 80 percent certain that that will get you pulled over immediately (laughs) (laughs) um but probably there is a bus it does not go out that far however cody uh uh you do you know a person you know a Denise. Okay, perfect. I was really hoping someone would interact with this because, as it turns out, things from the flood, three pages on payphone interactions. <laughs> of course they knew is. their player base. They were like, hold on. Yep, they were like, they were like, we got to write rules for interacting with payphones. The nerds, they're going to love it. <laughs> I'm joking. They didn't actually do that, but I kind of wish they had. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, uh, very quickly, you walk over to a pay and you keep spare change in your pocket for this. such, And very quickly dial up the shop. Uh, Denise's shop is a, a, a shop known as Truckers. So very uh, uh, soon you you hear a voice pick up the phone and go, oh, hey there y'all, uh, uh, this Denise, uh, can I help you? Me, who, uh, darling, who's me? There's a lot of people call this shop. Oh, code, oh, oh, code, you know, you just got it. Okay, no, it's fine, it's fine. You just got, it's loud in here, darling. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, what you need? Cody, I can't give you the flatbed. I wish I could, but I can't give you... No, it's out on the job right now, Cody. I wish I could, but can't. Uh, she kind of, like, you kind of, you kind of, all of a sudden the line just kind of, and you just hear, like, muffled, like, just, like, yelling, like, I said... And just kind of like that muffled on the other, and then eventually you kind of, well, darling, you're kind of putting me in a tough spot, but I guess if if you're up to it, you can have the mom ranger, uh, which you know is is a, a real just beat to beat backwards and forward. It's an old Nissan minivan, uh, like they made maybe. 4,000 of them and they are just they're garbage cars they they got like they go zero to 60 in like one to three business days (laughs) (laughs) oh darling that's all you had to say yeah swing by the shop I'll leave it out front for you no I leave the keys in there no one will take it if they take it they'll bring it right back (laughs) I, hey, that, listen, Cody, you're talking about my Cody right there. Don't be doing that. No negative self-talk. You have a good day, dear. Bye. Click.
let's hope the barn is abandoned and no one will actually see us. What's the night on the town mobile? It's ex almost exclusively, yeah, it, almost exclusively, it's terrible. You all slowly make your way down to truckers and and uh, uh, you can see that 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 there is a, a calamity afoot. Uh, uh, the flatbed has returned from the job and and uh, apparently there's a pretty bad accident somewhere because there's a car there just mangled all front to back, just car. Uh, uh, but it's here, so uh, uh, Cody, you know that there wasn't a fatality in there because Denise is suspicious and so won't take cars folks have passed in. At least not violently, she says, you know. Uh, uh, an overdose is totally different. Uh, <laughs> um, so, but you walk up and out front, sure enough, there she is in all her glory, the mom ranger. Just, just or tire it's that weird like off green color you imagine it sparkled once but it's just sat in the sun for like three decades now and it's just it's gray and beige and it just it looks sad and getting near it it makes you sad because <laughs> now you're thinking this thing probably gets like 20 feet to the gallon you know yeah but keys are in the ignition and it's, it is yours you see full tank of gas <laughs> Mark, I'm sure gonna go find a trash bag first because I don't want to sit on that. <laughs> uh, you open, you open the door, and as soon as you do, that war, that that wonderful aroma of hot summer air and and stale, stale baked in cigarette smell just <sighs> hits you, hits you like a ton of bricks. At least it's not rotting possum. I mean, it smells like some of the basements I've been in, so it doesn't bother <laughs> me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in short order, you all uh, uh, get the mom ranger just not it cleaned up and, you know, all pile in and soon you're on your way. Uh, uh, Ashley, it takes a little bit of, of finagling and remember, so, so unfortunately, I'm going to need you to Give me a either heart lead check or a mind investig uh, a, a mind comprehend check, whichever is higher for you. Um, heart lead gives me six dice, so let's try this. Six. Yep. Uh, one success. Fantastic. You succeed. Okay. So you all, uh, uh, Ashley. So at first you're, you're not entirely certain where it is. And then you remember, you just have to relive that night. You remember the night very vividly. So first you all stop and get tacos. <laughs> you eat, have Ashley. a good time. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, 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 then Ashley, uh, you remember after you got tacos across the street, you uh, 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 were in that 
uh, uh, you were in that gas station parking lot. Some dude yelled at you, so you threw one of your cups at his car. And then he called you something very rude, and you gave him a little fan, and then you walked into the gas. And it, you're, it's it, Lee, Cody, it's like watching a beautiful mind. Like you just see Ashley vividly recalling the events of that night as if she were there. And she's just like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then, uh, 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 Ashley, for your, uh, you know, for your part, there are a few careful omissions, but, um, in short order, you recognize, okay, no, if we leave this gas station from here, we only have to go this far down this road. It's a right turn, then another left at this big spooky looking tree. You'd never forget it. And sure enough, Cody, you have your doubts, but pretty soon you're trucking along. And right when uh, uh, Ashley tells you to take a right, you take a right and off you go. And then pretty soon you see a large, very menacing looking tree, like something out of Sleepy Hollow. The tree looks like Tim Burton designed it. It looks very upsetting. And Ashley immediately goes left there. And Cody, you eat, take a left and off. Do these seatbelts even work? <laughs> Uh, uh, all right it's a very short order uh uh, despite the precariousness of this vehicle you you see looming ahead of you in the distance that barn um thanks i knew i'd get there eventually and you got tacos yeah Yeah, I mean, I imagined her as some random dude, but yeah, that's part of it. Thank you. Yeah, you uh, uh, you never interrupt an artist when they're working, you know. (laughs) Um, But now you all are standing outside of this this massive uh, uh, this barn, Uh, and now that you're here, it is huge, massive. and and Lee, give me just a mind check. Just mind. Just roll the five dice you get for mind and tell me if you get even one success. Uh you said only sixes are successes? Only successes. Nope. Okay, so I got there's three some fives. Th- yeah, tell me, it's a it's a harsh system there, friend Tendo. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> all right, so with that mind roll though, you 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 all of a sudden like there's something, something is in the back of your head, something important. You cannot remember what it is though. You know you're missing some huge detail. You know, like all of a sudden you're just like, oh no, something very important, and you're missing it. You don't know what it is. Unfortunately, it's just. It's right on the edge of your thought, uh, but um, Ashley, Cody, Lee, you're all now uh, uh, sitting in the van outside of this barn, looking at this very large structure, um, and and kind of like it looks abandoned. It looks super. Uh, uh, Ashley, when you were here, there were like all types of tents and little spots for like merchandise and venue stuff, and there was like a big 
truck here like an 18 wheeler pulled up to this place and like they just set up outside of it and it was a really cool party great party had a great time outside of that one jerk outside the gas station but here you are uh uh uh, uh but now dead abandoned what do y'all want to do let's go check it out <laughs> Perfect. Also, but very slowly, obviously, like distracted. It's it's bothering Lee how much, like how close he is, but can't remember that one thing. It, it it's something you definitely noticed. It's something you definitely made a note of mentally. But now that you're here, it's just it's just escaping you. It's one of those things. It's like when you know you've seen a movie and you know the name of that actor and you've seen him in a million things, but you still have to go through the indignity of googling their name because you can't remember it. That's what it's like. That's what it's like. That's the reality uh, you're living in right now, Lee. I'm sorry to put you through that, but there you are. So I have a new um, shame. <laughs> you all approach this this barn, and as you approach, you see that there is a a um. It looks like the large doors that like a, a truck could be able to drive into to pick things up or something like that are there, but they seem like big, heavy padlocked. Uh, everyone. To check this place out, ever I need everyone to roll mind investigate. I got one. Perfect. Out of eight, I got one. <laughs> Brutal system. I love it. It's great. Uh, every role feels so high stakes even for small things um okay so ashley lee you both uh, uh, uh cody you are checking out the barn the barn is super interesting you round the corner and you see it you can't be certain there's no way it could it looks like an old 1978 GTO. You have no, you, you lose all interest in the barn. <laughs> oh, Ashley, Lee, you kind of see Cody turn the corner and just immediately like almost like who frame Roger Rabbit, like float into the air and move forward. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, fortunately, the car, neat, whatever. There's probably uh, Cody starts going on about some car facts, like just talk. Just apparently, it's a real important year for cars. The '78, you don't know, but you two go and check out the barn. And as you're looking around, uh, Lee, you notice that uh, uh, there's like a bit of a, 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 a again large building up above you. It looks like part of the roof was like like kind of like split uh, uh almost like a an axe bit into it and then got pulled out like that sort of divot in the roof type of thing something like that and ashley uh you notice as you're kind of coming around the corner you see all the other doors that you've come across have been locked but now you're standing in front of a door off to the side on top of a small cement platform and it looks like 
you don't know why, but you just, you test the handle and it just and pops right open. So uh, 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 what do y'all do? I don't trust the structure of this place, Ashley. It looks like it's starting to uh, to fold in from the the middle there almost looks like it's starting to collapse. So we should be careful. Uh, well, I found a drawer that's unlocked. Maybe there's something in here. <laughs> I really love that the instinct was, hey, this structure could be dangerous. That's cool. Want to go inside? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been in here before and I came out fine. Let's well, go. Was that was that divot in the roof there last time? That was not what I was looking at before. I have no idea. Uh, so, uh, 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 Cody, you 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 rejoin the group, uh, uh, but you did get the information. So, like, you're gonna look up who owns that car and see if you can get it off of them. Because if you think it is what it is, you didn't open out of the hood. You didn't want to be rude and presumptuous. But if there's a Hemi in that thing, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh you all slowly make your way towards the door and ashley you lead the way i'm assuming oh yeah fantastic you all just cruise on in and is it dark inside it is dark inside because i have my strobe light so nice <laughs> Perfect. you can pull that out and use it all right <laughs> this looks familiar especially with the light mm -hmm. <laughs> the strobe light kind of kicks on now ashley i'm assuming for sake of ease you do set it to the lowest strobe setting so it is just kind of flicking on and off intermittently but it gives you a fair bit of light it is at this moment lee go ahead and give me one more just mind roll before roll or after the epileptic seizure well before <laughs> you said just that. mind yep just mind no successes okay uh, 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 you all kind of move into this building and, and as you approach, so unfortunately, all three of you slowly begin to walk in and at first nothing is strange. The strobe light flicks on and, and, and even in the fading gloom of this building, enough light seeps in through different cracks and various crevices. It's not completely pitch black in here, even when the strobe light goes out. But you step forward and you see, for the most part, it's a large, empty area, concrete pads stretching out before you. You imagine this was probably once on the property of like an industrial-sized farm. This place is huge. And you all walk forward and then suddenly the light flicks on and you're looking at a doorway, one of the large barn doors. And you look up and you all three of you now see at the top of the doorway, it looks like where the beams meet, something pushed it up. 
like something bumped into it. And that's when it, uh, no, like, like something was walking through the doorway and hit the top. Um, the doorway is about 16 feet in the air because of the size of the building. Lee, that's when it clicks. That's when you remember what you've been forgetting this entire time. Based on the picture in relation, the android in relation to the size of the barn, you think that android's probably around 20 feet tall, <laughs> maybe 18, but probably like almost 20 feet tall. It's also at this moment, all three of you hear something click behind you, like a You all slowly turn around, and as you do, you see behind you a massive android figure looking at you, eyes wide open, yellow irises staring at you. And you see it looks at all of you, and then very slowly it raises its hand, and a beam of light just and kicks on and just floods this area. And all three of you are now standing in this beam of light. Thanks, that's a better light than mine. <laughs> the android is going to look at all of you and just slowly raise their other hand. And then very, uh, 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 you imagine for them quietly says, please, I am no harm to any of you. Leave in peace. Guys, I don't think we're in a position to say no. I am not from another world. Maybe we can be friends. Maybe uh, we don't we... have to leave. So it's at I this point, so. the robot kind of cocks its head and looks at all of you, and then you see it close its and then slowly, but unmistakably the figure starts to shrink and you see the android as it moves towards you gets smaller and smaller and smaller and you hear machinery inside of them clicking and whirring moving and slowly beginning to to kind of composite so and so she goes from about 16 uh, 18 to 16 feet tall down to about six foot two by no means small, but but certainly not a giant anymore. Uh, and she's standing there in front of you all. She looks at you all three of you. She goes, "My, when I escaped, my father told me to look for friends. Are you friends?" Without hesitation, yes, of course. <laughs> Why not? Go ahead and give me a tech tinker check, if you'd be so kind. Mm -hmm. 
Nice. All right. Good deal. Fan- uh, uh, good. You needed to, because uh, 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 this this is technology far beyond your comp. But you're 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 seeing things that you you almost thought you would never like. This is this is a whole new world of technology that you are staring at. But even though it is completely almost completely alien to you, um, there's parts of it that are familiar. And you definitely think, given some time, you could fully understand what it took to make the the body that the, this uh, uh, person inhabits. Um, also, now that uh, uh, now that they are are a little bit uh, uh, smaller, they walk up to you all and look at all of you and say, um, "Since you are friends, my father instructed me to introduce myself." And with that, you see, she just kind of like faux curtsies very quickly, like very animatronically curtsies and comes up and she says, my name is Clara. My father raised me, but something happened. We were attacked. I heard bullets and gunshots and men shouting. And my father told me to run. And he said, find friends. Can I empathize empathize with a with an android? (laughs) What's that? Can I empathize with an android? I mean, (laughs) can you? (laughs) I mean, I imagine it would be empathize and heart, which would be uh, a seven pool for uh, uh, mind empathize. Yes, absolutely. If you would like to roll that, please, please, absolutely. Um, that's even better. <laughs> I got one success and five fives. <laughs> nice. Okay, so very uh, uh uh you. So so Lee, you 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 haven't always been described as a people person, but in this moment, you feel uniquely situated to to extend it. A helping hand to to this this creature uh that this android clearly is 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 affected by something or, or dealing with something yeah absolutely so so you kind of just extend a hand and make it very known that that you're on her uh, uh you are on her side uh clara kind of looks at all of me and goes odd and kind of looks back and forth and she goes my father only told me to find friends. He never told me what to do with them. What do you do with friends? Uh, she looks at you. She says, I'm unique. My father. And then when, uh, as she says that, you see, she says my father. And all of a sudden you see, she kind of like twitches. And then she puts her hand up on her chest and she goes, for some reason, I cannot access. Interesting. She looks at you all and she goes, you are my friends now. I have something to show you. My father, it seems, locked off a part of my memory. I think he meant for me to show it to my friends. Do friends show things to their friends? Yeah. 
I will show you. And she turns cross. her head and reaches up, and you see she puts her finger up against her uh, uh, temple, and then her finger just kind of sinks into her temple. And, cool. it goes, and then slowly it just just very and comes right back out. And as it does, you see her eyes kind of flicker. They turn blue, and then a projection is suddenly placed in front of you all. And you see I a man. I think I might have taken too much. <laughs> Clara, what is this? Uh, you, uh, when you say that, you look at her, and you don't think she's there right now. Like you think this is something that she's not seeing, like like it's a recording. But you see the projection. You see a, a man looking at you all, salt and pepper hair, uh, uh, kind of old wise, and he goes, "My name is Noel. Clara is, for all intents and purposes, my daughter. If you're seeing this message, it means I am dead." Uh, I worked at a government facility where we developed artificial intelligence. I have raised Clara. I have known Clara since she was two minutes old. So, I've sent her out to the world. If she's showing you this, I hope it means she's gained your trust to some degree. She's still horribly naive, and I, I'm concerned, but Take care of her if you can. If you cannot, just try your best to not harm her. And then the projection cuts out. And then you see the, the blue eyes fade and the yellow eyes come back and you see Clara kind of blinks and goes, what was it? We... I'm expected to march somewhere. <laughs> it being as truthful as he is um, explains uh, your father made a video. His name was Noel. Yes. And he must be dead. I'm very sorry. Ashley, did you want to? I he, saw. He didn't. He didn't have to tell her that part. You could leave um, some things out. As you say that, Clara, Clara kind of looks at you, and, and you see it takes a minute, and she kind of blinks. like She stares at you, Lee, and she kind of blinks for a minute, and then she kind of, like, stops. And then she kind of cocks her, and then slowly she, she kind of puts her hand back on her chest. And this time you see she's, like, rubbing her chest as if, it, as if it's in pain. And she just kind of rubs, and then slowly she stops. And she looks at you, and she shakes her head, and she says, no, no, I disagree. And then she just and turns herself off, and she you see her body just fall over and slam into the ground. You may I need a body force or body move check from you, whichever is higher, bud. 
I was going to say, that sounds terrible because she sounds really heavy. Three, three wow. successes. Nice. Fantastic. All right. You, you run forward and you, you go to catch and you realize it is a lost cause. She probably weighs close to six or 700 pounds. If you stay under here, she's going to kill you. So you very quickly move backwards and and just catch the edges as it's coming down and just slow the fall until it very and t- and you're able to very very gingerly set her on the ground and you look and yep all your fingers are safe <laughs> <laughs> Cody this, why would you do that this figure yeah, this uh, 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 Clara is now lying on the ground in front of you, and as uh, she's laying there, all of a sudden, um, it's quiet out here, very quiet. And in the distance, all three of you are fairly certain you hear sirens. And then, more unfortunately, all three of you kind of hear the low, low hum of an anti-grav vehicle in the air somewhere nearby. An anti-grav vehicle. You all know that there are vehicles in this world that are anti-grav. They literally just skim along in the skies, floating above, but they are usually reserved for military or police operations. (laughs) And usually only when something has gone very wrong. Uh, can I start looking around for like an on button or something? You may, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and very, very, very uh, uh, quickly, you you are kind of looking around, and uh, uh, soon you see just behind the ear a little panel that that you kind of like. It feel and you pull down on it, and as you pull down on it, this panel just moves, and you see uh, one button that says on, one button that says off, and one button that says reset. <laughs> Uh, uh, which do you want to push? We should just do on, not reset, right? Okay. And I'll push the on button, but I'm going to make mental note of the reset. Okay, so you hit that on button, and very quickly you see kind of uh, the eyes flicker, and and Clara, uh, her eyes open, and she looks and she lo- sits up very quickly, and looks at all of you, and she goes, "I am ill suited and ill prepared. My father told." And you see she kind of like shakes her head again, and then she looks at all of you, but Lee in particular, her gaze kind of lingers on you a moment. And she goes, and then her head perks up and she cocks her head and you think now she hears the sirens. And she looks at all of you and she goes, I believe the men who hunted me are still hunting me. Do you have somewhere safe that I may hide as I believe your arrival here would trigger some sort of a, a, a investigation into the area. No, uh, uh, the the robot you see in front of you is all sleek white uh, uh, outer exterior and like chrome interior, uh, uh, not without some sort of very drastic covering. Could she pass for human? Cody, that's a terrible idea. 
You really want to go to this party, don't you? Okay, but how do you expect to get her out of the barn? Well, I mean, like the stuff around us, they're gonna see her. They'll just follow us to the party and then it'll become everyone's problem. Cody, you seem to recall that GTO had a tarp over it that you can't imagine they'd miss. Mm -hmm. Cody, those aren't. So she takes it and, and it's about a six foot tarp. So she kind of holds it up and she looks at it like in front of her and then she moves it to the side and she looks at you all and she looks at it the, and then you see her kind of like center, like all of a sudden just like center it in front of her. And then very quickly, she just brings her right arm down and punches a hole through the tarp and then slides it on and then reaches around and pulls the other side of the tarp around and punches her hand through. So now it's like a weird tarp trench coat on her. And she just looks you know at you and works. goes, she just looks at you and goes, clothing. <laughs> okay. You all make your way in a mad dash out to the van. Cody, you want to do the cool, like, Dukes of Hazard slide across the cut, but, like, the, the mom ranger's got, like, a stubby little... Fr yeah, it, Too much you rust. go to run, and you want to... It's just not there, though, so you just run Wait, around. can't we use a fast car? I cannot. Oh... You have to make a tech tinker roll, and it will require two successes because it's pretty hard. Let's see it. No success. So you do go now, very quickly, Lee. Or actually, Lee or Ashley, go ahead and give me a Mind investigate check. Nothing. Nope. Okay. Uh, uh, very, very quickly, you all kind of like gather around this car. You, you, you examine, but very, very quickly, it's seen that this is definitely going to be either a, a, a lost cause or something, uh, uh, he, uh, um, a whole big drawn out thing. Cody, just because it's real, real, real cool, and, and I believe in real cool, before you get out of that car, you stop. You remember words of wisdom, something Denise told you once a long time ago. Uh, uh, look up. Always keep your head up. And keys fall down. <laughs> Everyone climbs into this 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 old piece of very questionable American muscle. Uh, this doesn't uh, even uh, have seatbelts. It doesn't. <laughs> Cody, hold us. 
Yep. <laughs> Lee very securely holds on to Clara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody, you put that thing in gear and bolt. And you know what? You're going to think about how you're going to get the mom ranger back to Denise later. And you peel away from that spot and, and drive. And, and uh, uh, that is where we will call it for the evening for the first uh, uh, sort of adventure. <laughs> awesome. So, so yeah, that's things from the flood. Um, I love yeah. it so much. It's so good. It's so good. Got a lot of, there's so many, there's so much meat on those bones because i love a, it's got a very rules light system very very simple easy to make characters uh, oh but it just ooh, it hits it's wonderful i love it it's definitely one of my favorite systems that i've discovered uh, uh so far and and so just to show you how easy it is um as a dm so i've been so so i've been dming for about 16, 17 years now. Um, been doing it, and and one of the biggest things I always tell people is, is you can't over prepare. Um, if you over prepare, guaranteed that's like one hundred percent going to be the thing that ruins DMing for you. So so just as an example, tonight I feel like we had a good time. Um, one, two, and three pages of notes, and that's it max like you don't need a whole lot to to you just pull from old adventures the old experiences a whole bunch of stuff uh, uh and you can do a lot of real cool stuff especially if you choose a system like things from the flood where so much of it is the interpersonal connections between people and obviously this first session we're still kind of like getting things rolling but this is one of those systems I can see very similar to D&D, like in, in very short order, the group that plays the system together is going to become a very close group, um, which I love. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope you all had a good time. Oh, yeah, hit me. Uh, it's something I came up with. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah now you uh, uh you 100 can um run the game that way there are a lot of of tables and mechanics and things like that that you know foster that sort of thing but um yeah again i've just i've kind of been doing it for so long that i just kind of do my own thing and and kind of go my own way with it but but it's uh Again, it's just such a fantastic system. Like as soon as I was reading through it, I and I love the sort of again, I love how how cutthroat and and sort of uh, intense the D six system is, where it's like, yeah, you get seven, eight D six in a pool, but only sixes count. So good luck, um, <laughs> and it can lead to some very you know some very very high stakes rolls on on things that aren't even important, but just small stuff that that you know isn't a huge yeah. deal um and then That's yeah the, the, the started to wonder about yeah um my my question was um is there any uh like system or mechanic for players to help each other in roles if uh, only sixes count yes absolutely so uh, uh if you look at your second character sheet 
there's you're gonna see key skills so key skills are skills that your character can actually like do certain things to augment other players skills so so for example as like a, a, a hacker, I can use the program skill to to successfully calculate, comprehend, or tinker uh, uh, for other skills. Like if somebody else is working on those skills, I can help them with those abilities and add things to them like that. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it does make it so that, you know, uh, uh, having a, a very varied party is a good thing. Like you don't want... Uh, uh, in this RPG, not everyone can be a hacker, right? Like you can't all play the hacker character, um, only one. And, and in the same way, not everyone, you don't want a whole group of lone wolves. Like, come on, what are you doing at that point? It just doesn't even make sense, you know? Come on. You just scatter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yeah, definitely the mechanics there exist, but. Okay. Well. Um, cool. It, uh, if, if. That's everything. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, we'll call it there for the evening. I really hope you all had a good time. And if you have any yeah. questions, if you have any questions or need to know anything again, please yell at me. You, you, yeah, I've, D I've DM'd a game for you guys. So, you know, we're tight. We're homies now, you know? Uh, so, yeah, message me. Just hit me up. I'm in the – I'm – I'm real terrible about Discord. I'm kind of an old man about responding, but I will respond. I guarantee eventually I will hit y'all back and, and hopefully uh, good times are ahead by all. We'll just keep tagging you. It, please. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I uh, I guess with that, I'll, I'll take off. Are, are we good on everything there, Joe? Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Fantastic. Thanks, Simon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks Thank for watching, you. everyone. Have a good night, y'all. Geek Therapeutics thanks you for taking the time to listen to our content. We are the gold standard in teaching professionals and families about geek therapy and are accredited by APA, ACE, and NBCC for continuing educational content. Check out one of our classes online or grab a subscription to all of our courses at geektherapeutics.com. You can also become a therapeutic game master by taking our nine-week intensive course at www.therapeuticgamemaster.com. That's www.therapeuticgamemaster.com.